Late Night Conversations with Patricia Nduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Legal Conversations. We are joined by Advocate Thabo Mudisinyane, who's an advocate of the High Court of South Africa and also a member of the Pan-African Bar Association of South Africa. Thank you very much, Advocate Thabo, for joining us this evening. Hi, Patricia. How are you? We're good. How are you? Good, thanks. Excellent. So today we talk of the copyright. Um, I think the act will come in here, but also the copyright of our work and business ideas that we pitch. I think I'm taken to a case of uh, the Please Call Me case, right? This was a case, and still is, that took us years to get to the bottom of. Mm -hmm. Um, Firstly, let's just talk basic copyright. What governs it what does the law say about it um can you repeat the question can you talk to us about what governs copyright legally um uh, essentially uh copyright um especially in the context of uh, the makate case would um require that if an employee in in the course of um their duties and um, the functions that they undertake in line with um, their functions. Any idea that they would come up with would belong to the company. But in the Makate case, um, you, you would know that uh, Mr. Makate belongs to a different department. I think he belongs to he belonged to to the accounts department, um, and he was not working or functioning under the product development department. And for that reason, he cannot um, cede over um, his intellectual property over to Oborokom. And that is why the agreement that was reached was such that Oborokom agreed that it would um, test out the product for commercial viability. And if the product proved to be commercially viable, and then um, uh, Mr. Makate would be entitled to a share of the proceeds made from the product. So essentially, in, in, in so far as employee-employer relationships are, are concerned, what is important for people to always remember is that if you come up with an idea in line with the scope and function of your employment, and that idea immediately can belong to the company. But obviously that is um, subject to um, particular legal advice that is founded on the fact as at that time. So it would be that uh, the company would have curated the employment contract in such a way that um, <clears throat> it protects the company. Or, so I don't want to provide um, an overview um, broad idea that is mainly uh, premised on hypo- hypothesis. Um, I, I think it's sufficient to just note for the purpose of today that if you come up with an idea in a company and you coming up with that idea is within the scope of your function, that idea may um, belong to the company. But then, uh, look, when it comes to ideas, sometimes that idea is uh, going to help you get your promotion but it ends up not getting your promotion in the working set um, and you find it being implemented by someone else in the department, do you still not have a leg to stand on? Um, you, 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 you may. Um, and, and to cut 
a very long hypothetical um, answer, very short. I would say if you find yourself in such a situation, the very first thing that you always need to consider is approaching an attorney and then getting proper legal advice um, before you cede over your rights to your intellectual property. Always get proper advice and then on the strength of advice, then figure out what your next options are. Okay, so now let's uh, take it to the business sphere, right? So you go and you pitch a business idea because you think this is a potential funder. And then this funder doesn't give you the time of day, listens to you, yeah, but then goes ahead and explores your idea without you. And uh, you end up being, you know, not recognized for your idea. What does the law say about this? The, the law doesn't um, essentially regulate each and every aspect of um, relationships or um, human conduct or behavior. Um, in a situation where you're pitching an idea to a potential funder or to potential business partners, the rule of thumb always is, one, get a non-disclosure agreement in place. Um, but if you go to this meeting, Having done your due diligence, meaning you would have researched the people that you're going to 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 um, meet, uh, but most importantly, you would have gotten proper legal advice. You would, you would have went to your attorney, who would then tell you that you need to do one, two, three, four, which is not something that advocates do. Um, where we come in, we come in once um, the. <clears throat> Things have fallen apart. There's a dispute. The dispute has not been resolved between the parties. And then one of the parties to take the, the, the dispute to court or the dispute has already been taken to court and the other party needs to go um, defend themselves. And that's where I would come in. So as to what one would need to do in detail, I cannot speak to that because what I provide is litigation services. Suffice to say that people... Um, I strongly advise to seek proper um, consultation prior to attending these meetings, and they would entail a, lo- a number of things. But the, 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 I, I suppose the, the, the crux of the advice would be get, amongst other things, a non-disclosure agreement in place. Okay, so maybe that's what we should be doing before we go and pitch an idea, before we go and um, propose a business or even propose for uh, potential funding. We need to sit down with a legal uh, person who can take us through um, what can be done to protect ourselves. What would that non-disclosure agreement look like? And would the person who's sitting for that pitch or um, that a proposal, um, uh, you know, um, that that you are putting forward, would they be obligated to sign it? Um, you you a non-disclosure argument um, is essentially the first thing that you would ask the person to sign before you proceed with the meeting. And if the person refuses to sign it, I, I would say just don't proceed with the with, with, with the meeting because it's clearly it, it's not in your best interest for obvious reasons. If if we take the Makate case for instance, the law is very clear that Vodacom cannot transfer to itself 
intellectual property that belongs to Makate for the simple reason that at the time that Nkosana Makate came up with the idea, he was working in a different department and therefore the conceptualization of the idea was not in line with the scope of his employment. But we are still sitting here today, wherein this uh, product development happened in 2000 or 2001. Uh, Makate brought his first uh, application to the High Court in 2008. That application then went to the SCA because the High Court dismissed his claim. The SCA confirmed what the High Court had done. He took it to the Concord, I think, in 2016. The Concord directed um, Vodacom to go engage with Mr. Makate in good faith and then make it a reasonable offer of what he's entitled to. I mean, it's now six seven years later, it's still unresolved, but on a very clear point. Now, worse off if you have an idea, a commercially viable idea, you have prepared a non-disclosure agreement, you've obtained proper legal advice, and you go to a meeting, and this big corporate decides they're not going to sign a non-disclosure agreement. The best solution for you at that moment is walk away. So, walk away with your idea. In the same case of uh, the please call me, all right, case. I mean, this case is, it keeps rolling over because they can't settle on a particular amount. Will there ever be a time where there will be a settlement where uh, both parties agree on something and we can see it being finalized? Because it's proving that copyright um, is very important here. Um. Yeah, it's very difficult to determine if if there will be a settlement because it, it appears to um, any reasonable person you do not need to to be somewhat learned or, or highly educated to see that um, what Vodacom is essentially um, contending is that 47 million payout um, offer that they made to Mr. Makate is a generous offer as they term it. Uh, essentially, they call it an overly generous offer. Um, however, the High Court, uh, not so long ago, um, I think that was in uh, 2021, the High Court in Pretoria, um, after um, the Concord in 2016, said to the Commons must go back. The went back, they made an offer of 47 million rent, and Mr. Makate rejected it. And then he went back to the High Court. The High Court uh, made a declaration that uh, Mr. Makati is entitled to 5% of the total voice and revenue generated from <clears throat> the Please Call Me product um, from March 2001 to March 2021. That's a period of 20 years. Um, and that Mr. Makati is entitled to 27% of the revenue generated by the return of calls sent through Please Call Me platform. And then on that basis, um, ordered the CEO of Vodacom to finalize its termination within a month of the order. As it stands, Vodacom is appealing this um, high court ruling, the high court in Pretoria. Mm. So it's very difficult to determine where it will end up because the crux of the question is, what is reasonable? And for one to determine what is reasonable, one would have to see how much revenue has been generated from uh, the product itself um, in both instances. 
And obviously these investigations are done uh, via legal processes and uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's becoming a challenge, right? And for a person who says, right now, I'm facing the same situation, I've pitched an idea, someone else is using it, what should that person be doing now? Should they be calling you Advocate Tab? <laughs> uh, I, I would um, advise that they contact um, their attorney and then if needs be, then I think you would open uh, an advocate should litigation become necessary. But as soon as you come across a problematic situation, especially when it comes to copyright, the best thing you can do is to consult an attorney as soon as possible. Because, you know, the Vodacom versus Gosanamaka, there is a, a, a typical example of how things can spiral out of control. And then you find yourself 20, 30 years later still sitting with the same problem, whereas the legal position is very clear. Mm. So mm. Uh, contact uh, your legal uh, person who is then able to assist you. Um, mm. Thank you so very much for joining us, Advocate Tabo. Can you please give us your closing uh, you know, comments for, for um, our topic tonight, talking about the copyrights of uh, your work and uh, your business pitches, and also maybe your contact details? Um, the... Copyright is such an important part of um, not only the law, but also of trade. So um, that's the first thing. Secondly, um, South African intellectual property law permits the transfer of ownership of intellectual property created by an employee to an employer where it has been made in the course and scope of the employee's employment. So people must always remember that. <clears throat> Um, so for this reason, for instance, in the Makata case, um, Vodacom could uh, not uh, lay any legitimate claim on the ownership of Please Call Me. To this day, Please Call Me remains an intellectual property of Mkasana Makate. But we are still stuck. Uh, Mr. Makate is still without recourse. If there's anything you can take from this case, is that consult your attorney at any given opportunity. Um, because you are dealing with uh, corporates, especially when it comes to the inside years. You're dealing with corporates who have um, fidelity funds, who have deep pockets, and money set aside purely to litigate. So my, my, my advice is always, always, before you do anything that you consider to have serious um, legal consequences or economic ramifications, consult your attorney, get proper advice, and deliberate your next options. Um, I am a member of Pan-African Bar Association, and the existence of the Pan-African Bar Association is to be more inclusive, is to have legal recourse and um, justice more accessible, and you may find me at babasa.co.za. Thank you so very much for joining us, Advocate uh, Tawamudisiyane. We really appreciate the light that you have shed, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to be contacting you uh, to sort out these issues. There's a lot of them flying around. Thank you very much, Patricia.